Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We are here with another Marketing Monday. And this month, as a reminder, we are talking about the flop. So when you post something on Instagram, typically we're in the reference here is on Instagram and it just doesn't work. You just don't see the results that you thought. It flopped. What do we do? How do we make the most of it? And today what we're talking about is how do we shift our mindset around that? Because the most important aspect of this is first and foremost, understanding that we hate it because we feel like we've done something wrong. There's a mindset shift that needs to happen here. And there are actually a couple mindset shifts that I want to walk you through today that I think will help you feel a little bit more comfortable with the flop. So before I dive in, let me remind you that I do one-on-one marketing, social media, generally organic marketing coaching. It's a three-month program with an hour and a half call every other week. And I brought this topic up on Marketing Monday for this month because this is something we talk about so often in those client calls is my clients are almost embarrassed to have a piece of content on their feed that isn't like wildly impressive or doesn't have a ton of likes or a ton of plays. And so we are tempted to do two things, delete it so that no one can see what has happened here. Or we want to just hide the likes. And you might have seen this on some pages. Like there are some brands that have like, you know, 130, 150, 200,000 followers. And you'll see their reels get a ton of engagement, but their maybe their carousel posts or their static image posts don't get as much engagement. So you don't see the likes on those posts, but you see them on the others. That's typically because they're trying to hide that this post didn't perform as well. But what I want to talk about here today is that you don't need to hide it. Like first and foremost, bottom line, no one's actually looking at your content and whether or not it performed. Like no one really cares. And your clients are likely not judging your value based on the amount of engagement your content is getting. That's just the bottom line. They're going to look at what you do, your experience, your expertise. They're going to check out your website. That's what's most important to them. But there are some other things that we can think about here that we can fold in that might make it feel a little easier to have content that quote unquote flops or fails. So the first shift here is I want you to shift into the mindset of the marketer. And the mindset of the marketer is always be testing. So I've been in marketing for 12, more than 12 years. And this is always, always, always the way that we think. Because here's the thing. 
your audience is always changing. Algorithms are always changing. What consumers desire is always changing. And so we have to be in that mindset of, I'm always testing because things could be changing at any moment. And I don't, I, there's very rarely going to be that perfect rinse and repeat equation that's going to get you 100, 200, whatever it is, likes or thousands of plays every single time. I know so many people who have had, they're like plodding along, getting an average amount of engagement, and then one reel blows up and it gets like, you know, a 1500 likes and 200,000 plays. And then they get all excited and they make their next piece of content. And it, it compared to that falls completely flat. And the reminder is all we can do is be testing and knowing that we can only do so much. And the algorithm comes in and plays its role and does what it does and puts content in front of people or doesn't put it in front of people. And so then you blow up and you have this big moment, and then it doesn't happen again. doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It just means that's a data point. That's something for us to consider. And that sort of shifts me into, and I'll just sort of weave in shift number two, which is the reminder that this, this flop, this piece of content that didn't work, is a data point, pure and simple. Like anything in life that doesn't work, it tells us something. It gives us information about what we might want to do differently next time, what we might have missed on this particular one. Did we check every box of what makes a really great piece of content? And it was just purely the algorithm didn't pick it up. Maybe we didn't post it at the right time. There are a thousand reasons why something like this might happen. So let's use it as a data point to help us just create better content in the future while staying in that mindset of always be testing. The third mindset shift I want to share for you is you set the bar for success. So what does success look like for you? So maybe for you, success looks like 10 likes on every single post or 300 um, views on every reel. For me, I'll tell you right now, for me, success looks like at least 500 views on my reels, 30 to 50 likes. 30 plus, I would say, likes, but I average around there. Five, at least five saves is what I'm going for. And this is very different. If I had given you this information in the summer of 2020, I'd tell you that for me, success was, well, we were, video wasn't as big of a thing at that point. But for me, success was at least 100 likes, at least 30 saves, at least 30 shares. But things have changed. And so my metrics, in addition to the content I'm creating, have also changed. So my barometer for success is also different. So reminding yourself that not only do you define what success looks for you, so maybe 10 likes isn't a flop for you. Maybe that's good. And that's fucking great. It doesn't have to be 100 or 1,000 likes to be good enough. This is about you. And it's so easy for us in this space, in this world of Instagram and transparency and everyone seeing everything, it's so easy to compare. But we have to continually come back to our own box, our own space, our own path and say, what's what's great for me on my path? Knowing that no one cares if you got 12 likes and someone else got a thousand likes. No one is looking at that. And sort of piggybacking on this 
shift is the next one, which is rethinking which metrics matter. I said, I've said it a thousand times before, and I'll say it again and again and again, likes are lazy. And I'm adding to that views are questionable. So views of you is counted as someone who's watched your video for three seconds or more. But think of all of the views that you're seeing on your video, all 500 views, they only watched three seconds of that video and they moved on. They didn't share it. They didn't save it. They didn't take in any information. They didn't check out your profile. They didn't get in touch with you. They have no idea who you are. So that's actually really not valuable. So in my opinion, plays, we compare that right along with likes. It's an interesting metric to look at. It tells us, in my opinion, from what I'm learning about the algorithm right now, plays really just tells us more about the algorithm and whether or not it picked up our content. I'm finding hashtags are working less and less for reaching people. I'm finding my reach from non-followers to followers is completely warped. And it's pretty much only followers that are seeing my content unless I do a few, um, unless I do a, one or two things. We'll save that for another episode. Um, so all of this to say, we want to think about which metrics actually matter to us. Again, coming back to our own lane. And also coming back to the reality, like I will tell you as a professional marketer, likes do, don't equal money. That doesn't equal business success. Plays do not mean you're making more money. Even if your video that blew up was a product video, that doesn't mean all those people are actually buying your products. What does matter are things like saves in terms of engagement, saves, shares, and comments. That means people like the content. They like it so much they want to share it. They need to come, they like it so much they need to come back to it. So they save it. They like it so much they feel compelled to comment on it. These are the metrics that we should be giving a shit about. Other really important metrics, profile views, website visits. Like, did they like the content that they saw on your your whether it was in the feed and then they clicked through through to your profile or on your profile? They liked it so much that they then clicked to your website where they're likely going to convert. Maybe an important metric for you is direct messages. Maybe having conversations is what gets you to that sale. And so the metric that really matters isn't likes or how well your content performs, but it's about the conversations that you're having and how many you're having every month. So this is a really important shift when we're thinking about managing our emotions and our mindset around the flop is like, what actually is a flop for you? Because it's probably different for me, just like it's different for 30 other people listening to this episode. So determining that for yourself is a really important way to shift your mindset around like, actually, this post wasn't a failure. For me, in my world, in my space, this post was actually a success. And the final piece is sort of similar to this, but the final shift is coming back to your goals for your business, for your brand. Your goal is likely not to get hundreds of likes. Because as we just said, that doesn't translate to business success. That doesn't translate to money. So what does actually support your business? Why are you on social media? Whenever I work with clients, coaching clients, I remind them, we need to start with business goals because we're here for our business. We're not just here to check a box. We're not just here to do it because everyone else is doing it. We're here for a reason. So what is that reason? Let's get super clear on why we're doing what we're doing 
and then figure out how we can determine whether that's a success. So this is sort of blended in with the metrics piece. Not only are we shifting our idea, our mindset around metrics that actually matter, but then we're tying those back into metrics that actually matter for our business. So everything, all of these shifts are all about coming back to you and really stepping into, really putting on those marketer pants. You are a business owner, but as a business owner, you are also a marketer, just like you're probably also uh, your own CFO if you don't have a financial advisor or whatever, an accountant. Just like you're your own designer, you're your own tester, you're, you're your own client relations. So you've got to get into the mindset of a marketer, which is all about testing and remembering that everything is a data point. And then you've got to come back to you. What does the bar for success look like for you? Which metrics matter to you? Which metrics determine success for your business? These are all ways that we can shift out of this space of like, oh my God, I only got 10 likes and into this space of, hmm, let's get curious or 10 likes. That's great for me. doesn't matter that that person next to me got 100 likes. has nothing to do with me in this piece of content. And the more we can bring these shifts into our business, into our marketing, into the work we do on Instagram, the more enjoyable it becomes, the more effective we are, because instead of just comparing, we're actually being productive and and using that data for good to shift our strategy, understand our audience, understand what content is working, what content is not. We get out of that hamster wheel of, oh God, I'm not performing. Oh God, I'm not keeping up. And we sort of, you might want to think about it like, you know, broadening the lens. We get so zoomed in on that one post that quote unquote didn't work. But let's like broaden the lens. Let's think about what this all means holistically for our business and how we can use this to actually grow our business rather than being so focused on being as good as someone else. So this is episode number two of the month for Marketing Monday, talking all about the flop I hope this was supportive for you. We talk about these shifts all the time with my clients because so much of marketing is about mindset and shifting into a more powerful mindset. So if any of this resonated for you, A, let me know on Instagram, share on your stories or DM me. I would love to hear what you think. But B, if you feel like you could use support with this, you want to start understanding your marketing better so that you can feel more confident in what you're doing and ultimately be more effective. That's exactly what my one-on-one marketing is designed to help you do. You can book a connection call in uh, through the link in my show notes, or you can click also in the show notes is a link to my coaching page on my website so you can get more of a sense of what I do there and how I can support you. And either way, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. Right